This is the War Room Roundtable podcast, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant businessmen and women on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they've learned on the road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their successes into your life and business. The War Room Roundtable is brought to you by your hosts, Jason Miller, CEO of Strategic Advisor Board, and Philip Lanos, CEO of Own the Rhythm, and former podcast host for Entrepreneur and Inc. Magazine. Thank you for tuning in to the War Room. Lexi Kaz, welcome <laughs> to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Yeah. Now, uh, Jason has told me nothing but great things about you. Uh, <laughs> you should Thank know you, that Jason. off the bat. And Jason doesn't just throw words around. I'm sure another thing you know about him. Mm-hmm. So uh, it really is exciting to have you here. And I thought we can kick it off as we do on this show traditionally by asking you, Lexi, do you yourself come from a family of entrepreneurs? I do. Yes. I was raised by my mom, me and my twin sister. And um, she is a big entrepreneur. She's always encouraged me um, just to continue to follow my entrepreneurship spirit. Cause I've always been interested in entrepreneurship. Um, and I might've mentioned it to you, Philip or Jason, but I, I, I played soccer in college. So that was really my main focus since high school, middle school, since I made that commitment to myself that I wanted to play. Um, but I've also always been, you know, uh, an eBay reseller hustler on, on that side of things. But it wasn't until I left school that my mom, um, really encouraged me. I mean, it has always encouraged me, but really encouraged me to be like, Hey, you know, you've never had this freedom before because soccer was the main aspect of, of your time now really, you know, believe in yourself and dive into that. So the answer is yes, definitely come from a family. Yeah. Okay. So there's a few things that we, Jason and I, I know have heard on this show and that is athletics and entrepreneurship really do go hand in hand in a lot of mm. ways because of the qualities that someone has to develop. Do you find that's true in your own journey, being able to carry that over? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, to have that drive and, and commitment to yourself. And I, I believe the belief is the most important aspect um, because you have to believe. I mean, I, I had to believe in myself first and always that I could go play at the division one level or that I wanted to, um, because, you know, it's, it's a big commitment, but I, I recognize taking that belief in my athletics into my business, um, because there's many obstacles, hurdles, just like injuries and sports, um, that you just have to continue to push through and, and walk through those. But the belief is, is such the biggest parallel that I see. Okay. Now belief and division one, we need to open that up because we need to know exactly what division one is. And you have to forgive my ignorance. I'm not familiar with it. And it's crazy because I'm Latino. So you think soccer would go right in hand here with me, but can you explain the difference between division one and not division one? Yeah. So D1, D2, D3, D3 and D1 are the the biggest two pools in my knowledge. D, D2 is um, kind of, I'm not even that educated on D2 because it's, it's usually you hear more, at least in, in my circle, kids go to play D1 or D3. D3 is more academic focused schools 
uh, smaller liberal arts schools, I'd say. I'm more familiar of East Coast D3 schools. Um, so it's just more academic focus and they don't give out, um, to my knowledge, they don't give out mostly athletic scholarships. They don't do that. So with D1, they do give uh, athletic scholarships and uh, usually they have football. Some D3 schools do, but D1 mostly have football. They're a lot bigger in that sense with um, on the athletic side of things. And it's a, a much bigger commitment. And so that's really what I saw with some of my friends uh, who also went to D1 programs or D3, just how, you know, our, our, our lives were different in, in that time of being an athlete. Put mm, put it this way: most of your professional players come out of Division One schools. Yes, that's yes. So you're in good company. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's in, that's interesting because now we're adding another layer, right? It's not only belief, but also a certain level of education minimum, like a certain level of excellence minimum, is what the theme is coming around here. And so it took me a while, but I figured out. So AK Infinite. Right, I, I'm assuming is uh, is for your name, and then Infinite. So this this company, how does this come into the picture? Because here you are pursuing sports, you know, and mm-hmm. you've got a clear vision of the championship you're looking to win, mm-hmm. and now another trophy falls into your vision. How does that happen? Yeah, such a good question because I, and and I've had many conversations with my past coaches and club, and they, you know, one of them said to me, he was like, I out of all of the kids, I I wouldn't have guessed you to not continue playing for um, all your four years in college. And so what really, I mean, I, I know COVID was a big factor in terms of just how, how it really affected my mental health playing in, in in a division one program, very intense, but also we were in zoom school. So it just, it really was a challenging atmosphere for me um, I also had some injuries. So there was just a bunch of factors that really, I just wasn't, I wasn't really happy where I was. And I, I remember I had told myself before committing or before going that I would keep playing soccer until I didn't enjoy it anymore. And and I really lost some of the love for it when I was in school. I've, I've, I've had a lot of it's come back. I mean, I, I, I will always love soccer and I've played for fun since leaving. And that's really just reignited my, my love for it. But essentially I left school because I wasn't happy in that environment. Or I told myself I would take a year off a gap year. Um, and then, so I took a gap year with the intention. I actually, I didn't even know what my intention was in terms of returning to soccer, but I, I wanted to give myself that space and grace to take a break. And it was the hardest decision I'd ever made in my life because I, I was on that path and I wanted to be on that path. I wanted to play in college. I wanted to play after college. Um, at least that's what I thought at the time, but essentially that's what happened. And then I, I took, I dropped out, I took a gap year, but now I'm, you know, I'm a college dropout now if you want to be specific. Um, but I, I remember a couple months I was really, really struggling with my sense of identity for a bit because soccer was a large part of that. I mean, such a large part. And I had a couple months of kind of grieving that um, large part of my identity for a bit. And then I remember looking online because, you know, I was eBay reseller, Depop reseller, hustler in that sense, but I hadn't really had um, any experience of building a business or filing an LLC, none of that specifics. 
then I found a course online. I was looking online one day, like how, you know, the, the YouTube algorithm must have really just sent me some, some good stuff. The universe sent me some good stuff. And I found this course. Um, and, and that's kind of, that, that's where it started. The rest is history in terms of uh, how it, how it began, but that's just a little bit of, of how it, how it started. Oh, there are some interesting things like happening there because uh, we're talking about, uh, I don't know if you remember, Jason, the game within the game and our, mm-hmm. and our, and our, our fellow, uh, our fellow guests here who are also their former NFL athletes. And they also had this mental health issue in mm-hmm. college when pursuing that level of excellence. Oh man, it's, it's insane how often that happens. And yet entrepreneurship. Somehow, mm-hmm. somehow is the next plateau to sort of uh, get you further. Uh, before I keep going, yeah. I want to turn this over to Jason and make sure I give him a chance to ask questions before I run the entire show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, here, here's something that's really interesting about you know what I've learned because you're 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 in my daughter's generation, my mm-hmm. oldest daughter, right? So yeah, I've really learned how pliable right like most of maybe not all but especially the ones that want to pursue more than just the ordinary right how pliable you you really are right she's run into tons and tons and tons of adversity through covid she was a nurse went through that whole you know crap sandwich of covid as a nurse mm-hmm. all those things but really loved what she did so much, right? That it wasn't a hurdle. And until later, uh, later on in that process, when she decided to do home health care on her own, right? Her own business, for lack of better words, and really showed that the strength uh, is or was in all those past short learnings, right? Because I always look at my generation, we learned the hard way for everything, hard-headed, (laughs) and it took a long time, right? So it's like whacking you on the head with a a freaking baseball bat for months at a time, right? Where I think that's a defining uh, difference between, you know, like my daughter and me is way more pliable and willing to change much faster than, you know, I, I know myself well enough. I'm a hard headed, you know, 46 year old knucklehead sometimes. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but I know that about myself, so I can make fairly fast changes. My wife might not agree with that, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) but but that's what I love about the younger generation of business owners. It's like pivot, 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 really quick. Mm-hmm. Bam, 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 bam. And not even stop and look backwards. It's a great thing. It really is. It's the art of the micro pivot. Mm. That's yeah. a valid point you just brought up. Mm-hmm. The idea of pivoting, just like, like Lexi had done with uh, uh, going from sports to immediately finding something to turn all that ambition and energy into mm-hmm. and whatever was bottled up there. Uh, some people, 
in my generation, our generation, actually, Lexi, Lexi would call that failure and be afraid to change at all and then mm-hmm. be stuck there. But it's really just a pivot. Now, was that something that you had to cross a mental hurdle for as well? Yes. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that's so interesting that you say that because I, I I feel like I or I know that I had faced that, um, especially with coaches or um past teammates or just anyone who, who was questioning, even if that wasn't where they, you know, the words they were saying directly to me, I could feel their energy in terms of like, are you sure? Or when are you going to go back? Or what's your next plan? And all these questions. And it was like, yeah, I was pivoting. And I was going to say that Jason, I was going to say, you know, pivot, I think. And as you know, I think is one of the best words because, and also I played basketball for a little bit. So I just, I love the visual of of pivoting on the court, but it was definitely something that was a challenge, um, especially, you know, being from Los Angeles there, I've seen a big, big spectrum of either the believers and the creatives who, who they themselves pivot or continue to pivot um, or the latter where it's like, I guess more, you should go to college you should do this. You should get a job. And, and I fell on the other side of the spectrum of I'm, I'm going to believe in myself. I mean, I was taking a gap year that that was the, the first, first step for me, but I always knew that, you know, like what you said, Philip, when I, when I jump into something head on, I want to give it my 110%. I mean, that's why I named the com- company AK infinite, because I believe that I have infinite potential and everyone does. It's just about tapping into that. I see. So I love this because now we're getting into the ethos of what AK Infinite is and how you go about representing the people you work with. So tell me more about what that looks like now, now that you're here. Yeah. I mean, what I really, really value Again, I mean, it's funny. I can I keep connecting it to soccer, but it, there's so many parallels of teamwork. And I know Jason and I have discussed this as well. But just how having a a great team and recognizing and and respecting your teammates is just so important. And I I've taken that aspect of um, teamwork and and being a teammate into my business with my team members, but also with my clients because I really do value the long-term relationship. And, and I value, you know, over time, what can we give to each other, whether it's just a friendship, whether it's continuing to open doors for one another, there's so many ways I see, and I just love connecting with people. So that's, I, I've really taken that same aspect from my athletics into my business of, you know, how, how can we collaborate and just have the most success together? Which is, now I understand why Jason had great things to say about you, because if there's anything I know about Jason, it's the more wins we can throw in a single goal, the better it is. And as anyone knows, you know, you make a goal with the whole team, not, not, it's not a one man show. Those people Mm -hmm. quickly get rooted out on a team. (laughs) Now I love this. I love this. So the agency that you've kicked off, what has that been like for you in terms of like fulfillment now that you made this? Uh, do you find that it challenges you just as much as the athletic world did? Oh my gosh. Yeah. In, in, in different ways. Um, I, I remember uh, a friend of mine had told me she had played in college 
and um, had had retired from soccer, was on the national team. But she had told me that there's going to be a a part where, or a, you know, a transition period where you're going to be like, what can I do every day to get better at? And because with soccer, you know, I I knew that I could do more touches, I could run more, I could lift more. There were tangible aspects that I could do that would, I know that I was getting better at. And at first I was struggling to figure out how can I do that with my business? But now, I mean, I'm learning every single day and I absolutely love it because my body isn't getting, you know, worn down at the same time. But yes, I'm I'm challenged every day uh, in the best way. I mean, I'm, I'm learning, I'm meeting people like you guys, I'm reading, I'm traveling. Um, I, I feel so lucky and blessed to to be, I call myself a digital nomad, um, just because I'm able to have such a quality of life. Yeah, no, I mean, it is it is a generational thing for sure. Mm-hmm. Sort of what Jason was alluding to earlier, our ability and willingness to do all that, you know, because we also were born into it, right? The technology and 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 how that's used and the minimum viable product for a, for a job and what that looks like. And what do I absolutely need to be over there instead of the entire brick and motor and this and that. So mm-hmm. I, I have a lot of respect for the fact that you chose to design a lifestyle business that also creates sick impact. Cause I, I, I know, I know some of the people that you've been working with and they're doing really great things. And so it is cool to see sort of the story behind how all this came to fruition. But if the listener had, just a moment of your time and you had something important to say to them about what you do and what you want them to know, what would that be? Well, I feel like I, I there's context in terms of two things I, I want, want to say. One, I had to refund my first customer because our systems went down and I had a decision to make in that moment. I can not let them know. And hopefully it'll come back up in a couple of days, et cetera. But no, I valued so much my relationship with him that I refunded him. I refunded him. I told him, look, it could come up in an hour. It could come up in a couple weeks, days, but I just want you to know that I value our relationship and I'd rather us figure this out and then go from there. Um, and I wanted to say that for you know, just giving context, but also my first customer I ever had, I had to refund. And so having that trial and tribulation was very challenging. Just going back to your, you know, question earlier, that that was something that could, I mean, it was a gut punch, but I could have been like, you know what, I, I did my best that, you know, it, it worked, but then it didn't, but I kept going. Um, and, and he's, he's a friend now. So I'm grateful that, you know, it was him. He, he was, he's an awesome guy, but also I'm, I'm proud of myself for making that choice and not just running the other way and, and just hoping that it would work out. But in terms of, you know, what it is that we do, I'm all about um, this. These past couple of weeks, I've really been thinking about what, what do I want to accomplish really with my business? And I, I want to be able to tell a thousand plus stories of young entrepreneurs, of business owners, of, of companies that believe in their product. I just don't have the avenue or the the knowledge of how to get it out there. And that's really what I'm about. I want to tell people's stories and continue to encourage entrepreneurs to believe in themselves and what they're doing. I see. 
Jason, I know you have a story about refunding a customer or something <laughs> like that, that you can, there's gotta be one, man. You're the, oh, you're yeah. the OG here. Talk to us. Yeah. <laughs> well, for, for starters, the, the, the refunding part, right. It's, I always take everything with, you know, always lead with value and do that for as long as it takes. Right. I mean, that, that is the key successful thing to any business is lead with value for however long it takes and everything tends to fall in place. Mm -hmm. Right. Not always, you know, it's not a magical world of, you know, Walt Disney or something, but, but, but typically, right. Things tend to fall where they're supposed to. Right. And, and uh, refunds. Oh my God. I got lots <laughs> of stories about refunds over 20 some years, of course. But, but I think one, one, one that really sticks out, I had this doctor um, and he was the number one doctor in the world for this very specific type of heart surgery. Right. And he owned a business down in his own private practice down in, I think it was Louisiana and great guy. And he really wanted to expand his business, do all all this stuff. Right. But he was very, very niched. And I flew him here into Boulder. This was six years ago. I flew him here into Boulder because we were going to do a complete build out of his entire new company. Right. But he got here and I realized at that point that I couldn't help him. And I realized that because it's so niched, there's probably, I don't know, 20 or 30 people in a year, maybe if you're lucky, that his hands are ever going to touch that heart. Right. So you know, I felt so terrible about that. I, I immediately refunded his money. We spent the three days together. I paid for his plane ticket. We built his entire business model out and I sent him back. I sent him back and I, I ate all the costs myself. Oh, and wow. Why? Because I just didn't feel that he was going to get his return on investment with that as quickly as I'm accustomed to giving people that return on investment. Right. So, but guess what? That all came full circle back about a year later. And he came to me and he said, I created this proprietary uh, uh, way of approaching insurance and all this stuff. And we helped him build that out. And that paid its way back in platinum. Right. So so there again, it's always lead with massive value for as long as it takes. It will always come back. So mm-hmm. that refund resulted in probably a 10x of that initial investment. It's just setting that self-gratification aside for mm-hmm. he set that self-gratification aside. And he came back a year later and said, I need your help to solve this problem. And we wow. did. And it's worldwide now. That particular, uh, that particular approach to how they file 
specific heart surgery stuff. I don't know all the technical details of it, but, but that is what is in the medical system today. So, oh, wow. Lead with value. Lead, yeah. lead, lead with value. <laughs> For as long as it takes. I can't say it enough times. It'll no, all no. come back. I really appreciate that. And, and, and so with all that said, Lexi, if you could go back and talk to yourself when you decided you were going to be taking the gap year before you even did anything with AK Infinite, mm-hmm. like in, in one of those pivotal moments, uh, what would you have said to yourself or to the people that were doubting you at the time, you know, who were trying to fill your head with go the opposite direction, what have you, coaches, uh, teammates, possibly mm-hmm. even parents. <laughs> uh, what would you say to yourself knowing what you know now about the work that you're doing and what it's been doing for your life? It's a good question. I think I would tell myself the similar, a, a similar thing in terms of don't, don't, listen to what other people have to say in terms of what they think is right. Cause they're not you and you, you know, yourself, you believe in yourself. There's such a need for what we're doing. Um, you know, getting, getting people featured in national media publications, telling their story, building their digital footprint. I mean, that was a year ago, even, even more important now, just building that online presence is so important. Uh, so I would I would continue to tell myself, keep believing in what you're doing, um, and it, it you know I believe good things take time and and thinking long term versus the short term. I mean there's there there's definitely short term victories and um, always victories each day, but I, I again I'd say the biggest thing is to believe in in my infinite potential because I really do believe in that. I believe we all have that, um, but continuing to trust in that because if you don't trust and believe in that yourself no nobody can do that for you so that that's the most important thing i i i think i would have would have told myself to to keep believing in that all right ak infinite turning the potential into potent (laughs) i'm with it I'm with it. All right. So uh, with that said, I believe we've arrived at the hour for uh, the grand finale. Jason, what do you think? I think so. All right. So for a minute, I'm not going to beatbox this time. Is it too early to beatbox? (laughs) It's too early. I'm still drinking my coffee. (laughs) Lexi, for a million thousand points. Right. Uh, here's the grand finale question. And that is uh, something that we love asking everyone who stops by, just like the way we start the show. And it is if you could have invited anybody to this show, dead or alive today, to be here from any point in place and time in the world. Uh, and just so you know, people have said things like Jesus Christ to Oprah Winfrey. Okay. <laughs> so, so there's no wrong answers. But if you could have invited anybody today, who would you have loved to have had here and why? There's this incredible author speaker. He wrote this book that I just read. It's called The 5 a.m. Club, Robin Sharma. I love that man. I would have loved for him to have been here and just, I listen to his podcast every morning. I, I think he has such incredible things to say. I'm, I'm a part of the 5 a.m. Club myself now. Um, I used to think anyone who got up that early was nuts, but I read his book <laughs> and he changed my life. And so Robin... If you're out there listening, I would have loved to connect with you. I get it. 
Uh, over the past few weeks, I have been making a concerted effort to wake up as early as I possibly can, which means I have to force myself to go to sleep earlier, which is something I usually don't do. Mm-hmm. Um, but a friend of mine told me, uh, well, not only that, first of all, I already know Jason does this automatically. He couldn't sleep yeah. in if he tried. Right. So already I'm like, ah, I got to catch up. But then uh, a buddy of mine named uh, uh, Caesar, he was like, you know, back in the day, if you wanted to eat, you had to get up at the same time, the deer and all every everything else that you were going to hunt, uh, you know, pardon for the vegans, but you had to get up that early to be able to survive. And it was those people that ate and uh, things haven't changed much, especially if you're trying to do something on a global level, such as a digital nomad like yourself, you just got to get up earlier. There's just no way around that. Uh, yep. Jason, do you have any thoughts on that? <laughs> I always say I get done more done by 9am than most people do all day. Right. <laughs> so, so, yeah, you know, it, it. it's, you're at your best when you wake up, you're charged, you have your yep. cup of coffee or whatever the hell it is you like to drink. Right. Um, <laughs> Whiskey, scotch, scotch perhaps, <laughs> um, whatever it is you like. Right. Welcome to the show. (laughs) But you get that first big punch, right? And that first big punch of energy is always going to be when you get up in the morning, right? Mm -hmm. And that's where your biggest sense of accomplishments are. You know, it's like eating lunch and all those things, right? A lot of people skip lunch. Bad idea, right? Because then your day just goes after that, right? Protein bar, something doesn't mean you got to go and freaking have a nine course meal or something, but because then, but something to keep your body going, right, is is really important. But you put the hard work in right up front in the day, and you can kind of let your foot off the gas and relax for the rest of the day a little bit, or at least not have to be on a game all day long, right. <laughs> That's taxing to be in your A game all day. It's oh really yeah, hard to do it. High levels of cortisol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're gonna make a, a a sort of a protein bar, sort of a snack for people who do digital conferences all day. We're gonna we're gonna come <laughs> yeah, in on this together. <laughs> no, uh, Lexi, it really has been a pleasure getting to know you, learning about your journey. I do owe you a, uh, a a response on something that we've been working towards. And that's something I want to make and hold myself accountable to on this episode, because that's it. one of the things I love to do. Um, but it really, it really was a pleasure. And I can't wait to learn more because this is the last time you and I are going to chat. Uh, I'll let Jason close this out, though. Yeah. Hey, great having you here. You know, I like to say there's 168 hours in a week. You took some time to stop by and drop some value bombs on our audience, which is great. It's a great story. Uh, it's a story of adversity. And, you know, typically those of us that, uh, you know, have fought the war, the business is a war, right? It's just, there's no bullets. <laughs> That's all. But it it's a different type of person. And you're that you're cut from that cloth. So just keep going. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks for sharing. Thank you both. I appreciate both of you. And I'm I'm looking forward to, to keep keeping the conversation going. So thank you both.
There you it get is. A, you get a hold of that person you wanted on here. We'll do a four-way war room chat. Awesome. Hey, yeah. let's look into that. Let's Robin, that's a shout yeah, out to Robin. you. There you go. Yes, please. I challenge thee to come on the war room. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, let's make it happen. <laughs> All right. Cheers. All right. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the War Room Roundtable with your hosts, Jason Miller and Philip Lanos. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates. And always remember, if you can dream it and believe it, then you can go achieve it. We'll see you in the next episode.